Welcome to issue 20 of The Two-Butt Rule. AI regulation won't work, but it would if. If you're in the mood to watch four dudes vigorously presenting their butts to each other, then don't miss the All In podcast. All In recently tackled the issue of regulating the development and proliferation of artificial intelligence, from large language models like ChatGPT to the potential rise of artificial general intelligence. Here's a quick summary from episode 124. Chamath Palipatia argued that AI must be regulated because there are clear and present dangers to unchecked proliferation. He suggested that a regulatory body similar to the Federal Drug Administration should be created to do it. David Sachs and David Friedberg argued that it's too early to know how to regulate, that it wouldn't effectively stop proliferation, and that government intervention typically slows innovation and drives it underground or overseas. Jason Kalikanis kept the conversation rolling and encouraged the besties to square their points of view. Jason is a natural practitioner of momentum thinking. Everyone agreed that, like it or not, regulation is coming. AI regulation is a huge, gnarly problem. It's full of tricky balance points. It's the kind of problem that defies absolute solutions, and we'll be grappling with it until our new AI overlords take over. Just kidding. At least I think I'm kidding. If you watch the whole all-in episode, you'll notice where the conversation starts to go circular. Repeating points and counterpoints. This happens when even smart, well-informed people embrace only one of their butts at a time. And if you go to Chamath's tweet proposing AI regulation, you'll see a ton of reactionary one-butts in the thread of replies, mixed with the weird evangelism and ad hominem attacks that make Twitter such a joy. So let's apply the two-butt rule to the concerns raised by David Sachs and David Friedberg about AI regulation. To start, I spent several hours researching the AI regulation topic, then I reviewed ideas with colleagues who know a thing or two about the subject, and then I consulted the best momentum thinker of all time, ChatGPT. Yep, nothing like talking to an AI about regulating AI. To present all the different threads here would make for a very long issue, so I cherry-picked a few. Let's start with the first. AI regulation won't keep pace with innovation, but maybe it would if we employ AI-driven regulatory tools that learn and adapt at the same pace. Here's the argument. The best way for regulators to keep pace with AI is to use AI in the development and modification of AI regulation. Anyone using large language models like ChatGPT frequently these days can see the sense of this. It's reasonable to believe that AI systems can be trained to monitor progress and recommend regulatory updates in accordance with high-level regulatory principles. It's even reasonable to believe that doing this wouldn't be a Herculean feat given the current state of the technology. But an AI watchdog won't work because, number one, relying heavily on AI-driven tools for regulation might introduce vulnerabilities, as bad actors could potentially target those tools and bypass regulatory measures or manipulate the whole process. Number two, a watchdog AI can only monitor what it can see, so this leaves out advances developed in secret. Number three, even if the AI watchdog is fast on the draw to identify necessary changes, the human regulatory system is woefully inadequate to react in a timely way to the recommendations. But these issues can be addressed by, number one, making the watchdog system principally open source and offering a compellingly large international bug bounty funded by the widest possible set of governments and other institutions, to continuously identify problems, vulnerabilities, and logic issues. Number two, by offering huge rewards on information leading to the discovery of secret AI research. 
Number three, creating a regulatory high-speed lane within limited, well-defined subjects. While it's not plausible that we can turn government bodies into speed demons, it's well-established practice to run slow on creating and promulgating statutes while running faster on specific regulatory rulemaking and enforcement. Speed and confidence can be enhanced by writing clear limits to the latitude that the regulators working with the AI watchdog have to make changes. See a problem here with any of these ideas? Good. That was the point. Jump in the chat on 2butts.com, that's number 2, B-U-T-S.com, and say, but that won't work. Just remember to add, but it would work if. Hashtag 2butts. Second problem. Regulation will slow down innovation, but maybe it wouldn't if we create an open sandbox testing service. Here's the argument. Sandboxing AI would provide a controlled environment for testing and evaluating AI applications, ensuring that any potential risks, biases, or harmful behaviors are identified and addressed before any AI is released to the public. Jamath suggested this in the podcast. This approach would improve the safety and trustworthiness of AI systems and minimize the risks associated with deploying untested or potentially harmful AI applications. But a sandbox won't work because, number one, Sandboxing AI might slow down the development and deployment process of AI systems, potentially stifling innovation and limiting the benefits of AI advancements. It would be easy to imagine a bottleneck forming for projects to get access to the sandbox. Number two, sandboxing could create a false sense of security, as AI applications might behave differently in controlled environments compared to real-world situations, leading to unforeseen issues and vulnerabilities. We've seen this before. But these issues can be addressed by number one, developing an open standard for sandbox testing and providing subsidized compute resources to providers of sandbox services so that there is a diverse and market-driven set of options for AI developers and researchers of all sizes and types to use quickly, easily, and at a price that they can afford. Number two, using feedback measures from the watchdog can monitor AI applications after they've been released from the sandbox and feed learnings back into testing models and standards. See something missing in this section? Here's your chance. Jump in the chat and add, but there's another issue you missed. Just remember to add a way to solve it, even if it sounds crazy. Issue three, it only takes one failure for an unaligned AI breakout, but we could make trust nothing unsigned everyone's default setting. Here's the argument. It's true that our best measures to prevent an artificial general intelligence from breaking out and wreaking havoc may not be enough. And it seems likely that even one case could be ruinous and hard to contain. But it's plausible that protocols, routers, and internet-connected endpoints like web browsers can flip from assuming content and code is permitted to assuming that no content or code is safe or real unless signed. This could come quickly, particularly if deepfake proliferation becomes so widespread that nobody trusts anything they see on the web. It would make sense for browsers to capture the option to filter for signed content, and it's conceivable that it could become the default over time. If this happened, any transmissions coming from an AI that didn't generate a signature proving it past sandbox testing would be filtered, and security organizations could be alerted to track down the rogue AI. But... Flipping to trust nothing unsigned won't work because 1. Implementing default filtering of unsigned content might inadvertently block legitimate content that hasn't been signed, and that would lead to reduced access to valuable information and resources. And number 2. 
Default filtering could be seen as a form of censorship itself, raising concerns about internet freedom and the potential for misuse or abuse by governments or other entities. But these issues can be addressed by, number one, browsers implementing a user-friendly mechanism for reporting false positives, allowing users to flag and automatically unblock valuable resources that may have been inadvertently filtered. This feedback system would enable continuous improvement of the filtering mechanism. And number two, ensuring transparency in the filtering process by providing open source tools and fast processes for generating and managing the necessary signatures. This can be further secured against inappropriate censorship through privacy-preserving techniques like zero-knowledge proofs, which would allow a browser to pass the content without knowing anything about the identity of the signer other than the fact that it's an approved entity. This would help maintain trust and prevent accusations of censorship or misuse of the filtering system. Wikipedia lists numerous global and national initiatives addressing AI regulation. I found them to be mainly a series of high-level we-shoulds. We should make sure AI doesn't discriminate, or we should work together to ensure AI aligns with human interests. These statements are just begging to be one-butted to death. As you would expect, even a single round of, but that won't work, but it would if, is hard to find. If you really want to get somewhere, I recommend at least five rounds of the two-butt rule. Hashtag 5x two butts. The more I look around at the big problems ahead, the more I notice how we limit ourselves and how we explore them. Too afraid to tell someone that their idea has flaws on one hand, and too rushed or lazy to provide more than a single, but that won't work, on the other. It was a refreshing experience exploring this topic and taking the time to iterate through the two-butt rule on it, even though I only had room for a few iterations here. That said, just as I couldn't help thinking that there were a lot more butts to discover after listening to the All In podcast, the hope is that you'll have the same reaction to this and add some more butts to the conversation yourself. Seriously, get off your butt and write a couple in the chat. And who knows? Maybe, if enough of us do that, eventually world leaders grappling with AI regulation and other gnarly issues will start employing the two-butt rule themselves. It might help them make sure that the many challenges facing humanity don't wind up kicking their butts. This concludes Issue 20 of The Two-Butt Rule by John Wolpert and Ashley Waters. If you liked this episode, please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts, and consider taking out a subscription at twobutts.com. That's the number two, B-U-T-S, dot com. <laughs>